Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. guys, this is Jill and welcome back to the Sports Ethos Kings podcast. Light the beam. All right, so the Kings beat the Pelicans. Let's see what was the final score tonight. It ended up being 123 to 108. This Kings team put up 123 points without Darren Fox and only gave up 108. Much better um, from the previous couple games. But again, coming out of the All-Star break, the Kings have won six of seven. What was our big thing? Go 500 post All-Star break. And this team has come out and gone six and freaking one. So they are now at 38 wins on the damn season. Now set for what? The 10th best record in franchise history with 18 games remaining. Freaking awesome. We saw the uh, Blazers get a win tonight. Uh, Denver get a win tonight. But yesterday, the Memphis Grizzlies got a loss. So the Kings are now a half game out of the number two spot in the West. This freaking team, man. Okay. So. 18 games remaining. And I believe we're down to it might be 11 left for the teams we're playing against. Let me count real fast. Two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten left um, against team below us. No, sorry, it is 11 because of the Spurs. So 11 against teams below us. Man, this team, just every time you need, right, next man up, they're coming up. We saw Davion come out. We saw Kevin Herter come out firing again. I think he was like 55% from three today. Uh, let's see. Sorry. He was 56% from uh, the field goal, and he was 60% from the three-point line in two days game. Out of 10 shots, 6 of 10 from three. Just freaking wild. Davion was 3 of 4. Keegan had a little bit rough of a three-point shooting night, but what I did like to see was He made the first couple threes, wasn't making much after that. And then he went and started cutting and um, we saw his little crossover midi. Um, But again, we saw him start being a little bit more aggressive and go to the two. Um, Delhi didn't get any points, but he he played good defense. So he stepped up there. 
Um, Harrison Barnes, man, continues to be a um, a steady presence of when you need something, you can go right to Barnes. And Barnes got his third technical of his career. Hasn't got a technical since his rookie season. And he got it because he yelled at the ref, where's the foul? Didn't cuss at him, didn't do anything, but he yelled, where's the foul? If Harrison Barnes is yelling at you, you know you messed up. So again, um, Ingram, I think it was Ingram, ended up shooting the, the technical and missed it. So ball don't lie there. Um, Monk had a rough uh, first half of the game, but second half came out with um, 11 points, was much more poised, didn't make any more turnovers. So um, we saw him sit early and we saw Trey Lyles get a little bit of extended run and friggin' Trey Lyles, right? Ends up with 14 points, five rebounds, four assists, Six of nine from the field, one of four from three. But again, just Trey Lyles, man, continues to be a steady presence with this group. Um, But yeah, I mean, going off all that, it was just, uh, you know, another next man up. And it's just, I know people were worried right after the all-star break and not making any moves, but this team is continuing, knock on wood, to show us what they've been showing all year. It's them, right? It's them. And they believe. And we've seen times where, right, Sabonis has been out a game or two. Fox has been out a couple games. Herders missed a couple games. Monks missed a couple games. But what do we see from every game? Next man up. The next person stepping up. And whether it's one person or a slew of people. Like tonight, there was, how many people in double figures? One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, seven players and double figures. That's a group that can like together stepped up. And Chemezi was one point away from, from getting double digit. So again, like they had the lead, right? They didn't close out the, the second quarter very strong, but they came out firing in the third. And what we've seen from this team. <coughs> is they come out and this team plays defense in the second half. Like, I don't know what it is and keep doing it, but this team gets to another level when it comes to the second half, right? In the third quarter, they are 14 or 15. They're an average defense. In the fourth quarter, they're 7-8 on the season. They were 7 and then bump back to 8 and then might bump back to 7 after this game, but... This team is showing in the second half they can play that defense. We just want to see it a little bit earlier, but um, they came out and and they made it a little easier on themselves, right? They were making baskets, but then they also, we saw they switched to some zone and, you know, the Pelicans stopped making everything, right? <laughs> Which um, was a welcome sight. So. You know, there were times even in the first half, the Kings were playing good defense and, you know, they got, um, you know, deflections and things like that. But unfortunately, it ended up going to a Pelican and they ended up making a basket. So, but again, you saw flashes of them playing better defensively. So um, keep that up. 
on Thursday, we have um, our national TV we, uh, game. We got added against the Knicks, and the Knicks are right now riding a nine-game win streak, and they play the Hornets tomorrow. So potentially going into Thursday's TNT game, you could have a team on a 10-game win streak against a team who has won six of seven post-All-Star break. So it it shows to be um, an exciting, exciting game on Thursday. They're saying Fox should be back. Um, but what we're going to do is um, go back right to our magic number um, that I've been doing with you guys um, every day, right? Every, sorry, every podcast. And so right now the Kings are at 38 wins and 26 losses. Okay. So the Suns. The Suns to overtake the Kings if they go seven and ten, I believe it is, would have to go nine and eight to surpass the Kings. The Warriors would have to go, the Warriors would have to go eleven and six to surpass the Kings. The Timberwolves would have to go 11 and 5 to surpass the Kings. The Mavs would have to go 12 and 5 to surpass the Kings. The Clippers would have to go 11 and 4 to surpass the Kings. The Pelicans would have to go 14 and 4 to surpass the Kings. The Jazz would have to go 14 and 4 to surpass the Kings. The Blazers would have to go 15 and 2 to surpass the Kings. And the Thunder would have to go 15 and 3 to surpass the Kings. Now, something interesting about this game because Fox was out, right? And the Kings rely on his short mid game. The Kings shot 83% from uh, the rim, which puts them in the 93rd percentile of the league. Tonight's game from the short mid, they shot 36%, which would put them at the 29th percentile. And that's where Fox sells, right? But in the long mid, they shot 50%, which would have put them in the 61st percentile. But get this, didn't matter what they shot in the mid, because from the three, the corner three, they shot 45%. Non-corner three, they shot 40.7%. So total from three um, on their 16 makes out of 38 attempts, they shot 41% from three. So again, did not matter um, that their mid game was off this game again with no Fox, but the three ball was there and and that made that made the difference. Um transition. Um and they they kept themselves in the orange and they kept the Pelicans in the blue because as a team, the Kings only had 10 turnovers. Not too bad, right? Um, but what was amazing is this team had 39 assists. 39 assists out of 83 shot 
attempts. Pretty damn impressive. That literally, the assist to bucket ratio was almost at 50%. So again, credit this team for stepping up without Fox. Now to end it on a Jill's water cooler. I'm going to do it on a kind of a the unbreakable records in NBA history. So do you know the fastest foul out in an NBA game? So the person or the player that fouled out the quickest in an NBA game. So before I give you the name and the number, I want you to take a second and guess minutes and seconds. Okay. So the player was Bubba Wells. And he played on the Dallas Mavericks. His time was two minutes and 43 seconds. Let me say that again. Two minutes and 43 seconds. So this feat was accomplished by fouling Dennis Rodman in 1997 when the Bulls hosted the Mavericks. Dallas's coach Don Nelson tried to stop a high-powered Bulls offense by repeatedly hacking Dennis Rodman. To put the record in perspective, Bubba Wells fouled Rodman on average every 27 seconds that he was in the game. Rodman ended up making it to the foul line 12 times, and although he was only a 55% free throw shooter during that 97-98 season, he ended up making a career-high 9 out of the 12 free throws against the Mavs that night. I just wanted to get a quick post game in here. I'll be back later in the week. Um, I have family come in this week because it's my birthday on Wednesday. And so uh, the Kings play again on Thursday. So most likely I will do either a post game pod after that. But since it's a TNT game, I will probably end up doing my next episode on Friday. Um, so again, everybody have a great week. Looking forward to Thursday. And as always, go Kings. <laughs>